0: Straight no to jail. God, me. Straight me. To jail. I I take me in. That's me. the difference. That's me. the difference. That's the difference.
1: Straight I to jail. Fuck you with your kids. We shoot somebody in their back, we going to jail immediately. Because they come from the community. They know the ins and
0: outs. Detain yeah. yeah. us yeah. all. Detain yeah. yeah. they they us all. They trial over because you shot him in the back. And snicker
1: like this motherfucker was doing. All you motherfuckers, that how you believe in God. Oh, you gotta get a judgment. How you gonna answer for this shit? That bitch, you shot him on the back. Where you at? You had a gun. I bet you ain't got that gun in badge. You ain't gonna do shit. I used to have motherfuckers like you for breakfast up in Roxborough. You ain't gonna get no points for shooting my ass. You racist motherfuckers, go hell.
0: Every last one of you racist People pay facts. out to shoot so some fuck fucking body. You motherfuckers. Fuck all fuck of y'all. That's what y'all know this to do. That's what it's I mean. A black I'm not people. afraid to die. Fuck off, motherfuckers. Cause me. We not what afraid of you at Black Lives shoot Matter, me. motherfuckers. I mean we call you cracker shoot bastards, shoot bastards out and for what the black black fuck you the are, and that's anti-black. And I want to say, if the cop was 12 years trained or 12 years in the system, he should have knew what to do. He should never shot my brother in the back he should have took the gun off of him because he said he patted him down if he patted him down he would have felt the gun and took the gun off of him instead he turned his back and they shot him in his back that was not the right way for you to that was not the right way for you to do it the right thing for you to do was take the gun off of him not show him in his back and this is the second person he killed in the back shot in the back the other person is paralyzed this is crazy he needs something needs to happen to him yeah, you know, obviously the shooting of this young man was a terrible situation, and I, I I'm terribly sad for his family and for his friends. I mean, it's, you know, if I lost one of my friends uh, in in that kind of manner or in any manner, I'd be, I'd be sad.
1: I'm Flood, the drummer, and you're listening to Drumming for Justice. What's up everybody, I'm Flood the Drummer, and it's September 12th, 2018. This is day three, and a week-long look at the fatal shooting of David Jones and the events that followed. On Monday, Ike Raw, founder of the Justice for David Jones Coalition, and I reflected on the eyewitnesses' contribution to the movement. And yesterday, we broke down, moment by moment, the encounter between former police officer Ryan Pownow and the 30-year-old David Jones. Before we get to the third topic, here's what Twitter user mama 2 Rusty had to say about yesterday's episode and Ryan Pownow.
0: Honestly, it sounds like he has a guy complex. I think over 12 years, he's developed this sense of power where he does not value the lives of the community that he serves. I mean, the first guy that he paralyzed, driving over how many lanes of traffic on Whitaker Avenue put in the lives of two young children who were in the back of the police car along with their father who had already suffered trauma. He just had, I mean, he had a God complex. He had a, a belief that he could do anything. And the system had allowed him to do it for 12 years. That's why he did it.
1: The first two days of this week, we focused on June 8th, 2017, when the actual shooting occurred, and we used the unsealed grand jury presentment to aid the discussion. But today, we will cover the mini protests that followed the shooting, beginning with the first one, which occurred on June 19th, outside of the 15th Police District. This is the story of people who've had enough. They don't do that shit in their community, Captain. Yeah, they, they don't do that, that, the the shit right don't that shit to THE white people. Why not? Why not? You know why? Because they ain't right dealing with them. them. That's why not. She RIGHT THERE with them. them. It shows you why. It ain't the worst thing they, gonna they gonna do to the other fucking you kind. Know why? why not? You know why? They got us to do it too. Ain't just doing it to us for how long, man? This shit ain't gonna fucking IN. Every
0: black
1: everywhere. anywhere. Not everywhere. I can't to staring it. I get raw. you I can't we be- I to not wait. I can't wait. I can't wait. I but I ain't risking it. I can so crazy, man. <laughs> I was trying
0: to call you on my job
1: No, I, I got it, we're good Ike Raw, of course, is the founder of the Justice for David Jones Coalition And he's been joining me uh, all week as we endeavor uh, into this process And um, so, you know, Ike we've been using the uh, grand jury presentment for the last two days Because they, they provide a lot of stone cold facts uh, on the case But today we're freestyling because we're going to be focusing on the protest uh, Many of which occurred uh, after the June 8, 2017 shooting, the majority of which uh, were organized by you, a few outside of the 15th Police District. But let's talk about that first, that very first protest, June 19th, outside of the 15th Police District. How did it happen? When did you get the inspiration? And I, I have some clips of that protest that played at the beginning of this show. There was so much cursing and so much anger And I remember being at that protest and and a few people were saying, oh, this is just too much cussing. And then the people who were complaining about the cussing started cussing because they started getting fired up. So let's start from the beginning. Take me back to how June 19th got started.
0: Well, uh, uh, to tell you how June 19th got started, uh, we got to go back to June 8th. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, the tragic incident of David Jones being murdered. So, you know, I was watching the news and, you know, I seen a black man. uh, Well, I ain't going to say a black man. I seen they were saying, you know, breaking news. A man was shot by a police officer, gunned down on a bike. So I said, hey, you know, I see what they're talking about. So when they came back, I seen the story. Now, what, what originally happened, everybody remember, they were showing a, a older woman with an orange kind of like scarf on her head. Mm-hmm. And, she, and she was out there crying with her, with her family and everything. Now, she lived on my old block. So when I seen her, and she was like, my grandson, my grandson. And I seen the people arguing. I'm like, oh my God, you know, I know the lady. Mm-hmm. So I thought originally it was her grandson. So when I went to my old block and asked around, they were saying, um, yeah, it was a grandson and everything, but nobody knew how to contact him. Now, I'm going to just, you know, let people know a little bit about some more to the story, what I did tell people before. Her grandson was actually killed. He was hit on his bike as well, but mm. he, he actually was killed on Erie Avenue that day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, thought it was so she was on, so that's what happened. So when I found that it wasn't them, uh, you know, I, I, you know, I recorded the video. And I said to myself, well, you know, um, you know, I've been going through a lot of stuff on social media with people, you know, Eric Garner, you know, Trayvon Martin, and my thing was, Flood, you know, I understand your outrage and everything, but I said, damn, you know, God forbid something like this happened in Philly, what y'all gonna do? Mm-hmm. So you know, they took it as I was saying, you know, the police officers are right for killing these people, Austin Sterling, you know, people like that, Fernando. I'm like, no, that's not what I'm saying, but I don't see anybody getting on a bus going down there and protest and rally and, you know, help the family out. So they said, oh, well, you cool. You, you fuck you. You with the police. I said, OK, well, you know, so now fast forward to June 8th, 2017. I put the vi- I didn't even put the video up first because I said to myself, damn, it's crazy. I said, Philly going to be going crazy. I don't want to disrespect this man's family, whoever this was, because I know people going to be like, damn, why are you posting this video? So two days went past. So we go to June 10th. And I said, damn, I said, damn, ain't nobody said nothing about, you know, the man that got shot in his back. So that Saturday, I posted the video. Mm-hmm. That morning, my phone started blowing up. People started sending me inboxes. People I don't even know. Thank you so much for posting the video. That was my cousin. That was my uh, my ex fiance. That was such as this. You know, I'm like, man. Well, I'm like, what's, I'm like. So I'm first thing I said to myself was, well, why they wasn't saying nothing about it? Like, yeah, I mean, why, why, why want to buy mad? So you know, I, I said, and you hear what I'm saying in the video. When we gonna protest? When we mm-hmm. gonna when we gonna rally? When we gonna make this like make this band life matter? That's what I said. So I got, a, I got a, uh, an inbox from Tiffany, uh, Tiffany Duke, who's his uh, ex-fiance. Mm-hmm. This was what really drew me to the situation because it was that Monday, and she sent me the inbox and said, the, what I took from it, the main part was my son is the only father David Jones ever knew. She said, thank you so much for posting a video and saying mm-hmm. that you want to do a protest. She said, uh, I wanted to do something, but I didn't know what to do. She's like, here go my number. Call me when you have a chance. I call her immediately. We was on when we were on the phone. That was when they announced Ryan Powell now's name. Okay. When, when me and her were on the phone that Monday, that's when she said, Oh my God, she said they just released his name. So it's said, about was
1: 72 it? hours after the shooting, as is the as is the city's policy.
0: Exactly. It was a little more than 72. Right. It was a little more because they're having that Thursday, they didn't release it to that to that Monday. Okay. So right, so it was a little more than seventy two. So right. So she said, you know, she said she was telling me about, you know, the family. Now I'm gonna give somebody, you know, I'm gonna give them all the inside information what's going on, but you know, because she was saying, you know, the family wants to protest, but, you know, um, some of the family d- don't want to protest, and, you know, some of some people were mad because David Jones' father spoke to the media, you know, some people were saying he shouldn't have said nothing to the media, um, you know, it was, it was certain family members saying they, they were family members, but I found out later that they weren't, you know, mm. trying to, right, trying to not, you know, not have a protest, not trying to have a rally, you know, just, you know, want to let David Jones' death just go by the wayside, so, Because of Tiffany Duke, she was the one who I spoke to first. And she was giving me all the information of who's who, who's his family, who's not his family, who I can trust, who I cannot trust. Mm -hmm. So I said, "Okay, we're going to do so. That was that Monday. So I said, well, look, I'm going to go find out how we do a protest because I don't know either. I said, I've never done this. I said, but I'll find out tomorrow. So that was that Tuesday. So that Tuesday come, I went down to um, the municipal building and I really filled out for a permit. It cost twenty five dollars. And they said, um, I, I got for the June 19th and June the 26th, because at, at that time when David Jones was killed, if Muslims know it was it was the month of Ramadan. So mm-hmm. we fasted, and the uh, Ramadan, the fast was going to be over on the 20th of June. So I didn't want to wait. So I said, we got to do something. You know, I don't want to keep waiting because it happened to So we got to do something. So let's do this protest the 19th, and then we'll come back on the 26th because of everybody who was fasting. You know, I'm thinking, you know, the city of Philadelphia, everybody loved David Jones. We're going to be coming out. So that's that's why we did the first protest. The 19th, then the second one was the 26th. So now, fast forward, I mean, bring it back to the 19th. I got the permit. I said, well, damn, I don't know about, um, you know, doing protests or nothing. Like, that. let me call some people who I know, you know, fuck with the city. I called Marvin. It's my man, Marvin Dutton. Mm-hmm. He said, um, you can call Isaiah. He said, you know, Isaiah worked down City Hall. He probably could do something for you. Called Isaiah Thomas. Isaiah said, you know, go to Municipal Building. I said, no, I already did that. I got the permit right now. He said, all right. He said, um... He said, call me back. He said, call me back and I'm going to let you know who to take it to, whatever. So, but I found out what to do. They just told me to put it in the box. The girl told me I had a conversation with the lady down there. End up, you know, they end up really working with me. That I'll get into that later. But anyway, he gave me, Isaiah said, I'm going to give you Flood. He said, I'm going to give you uh, Flood, the drummer number. That's my man. He does textbook online. And he said, Anton Moore. He said, call these two people. They can help you out with the protest. I said, okay, no problem. I called Anton Moore. Hey, what's going on? He said, "Uh, you know, I want to do the protest with David Jones. He said, great, you got some speakers. I said, no, nah, I had nobody really speak. I'm just trying to, you know, Isaiah said, call you. I'm trying to see what you can do. Like, I'm saying, I, say, yeah, I want to go out there, you know, just bring attention, let people know. I got a lot of people that's upset. they telling me they're going to come with me. Okay, I'll call you back. Never heard back from him. I called you. You didn't answer. I left you a message. You called me back later on that day. And I believe this was the, uh, what was this, the 8th, 9th, 10th? I think this was about the 12th or the 13th. Mm-hmm. You call me back, and this is how a conversation went. Hey, you say, Hey, what's going on? I said, Yeah, how you know? Um, uh, my name um, Isaac Garden. I said, My real name and all that. I said, Because uh, I was mad at this point, because I was making calls to certain people. They're telling me who to call, people not calling me back. They really give me the run around, so I'm frustrated. You know what I'm saying? So now when I talk to you, you say, Well, you know, hey, well, I said, oh, well, you know, Isaiah gave me your number. I'm trying to do this protest uh, for David Jones. They got shot. And the first thing you said was, Oh, I just did the story on him. You say, What's your affiliation with him? I said, Well, that's my cousin. <laughs> that's my cousin is because every I talked to flood about eight nine people before I talked to you every Mm -hmm. time I go to somebody it was like how you know and the first thing they say well is it relative how you know and as soon as I say well you know I I don't know him I never met him it was just like okay well why the fuck you want to do something like really why the fuck you give a fuck like you Mm
1: -hmm.
0: was the only person that was like all right our conversation went like this I said I already got the protest date for the 19th you said okay good he said, I'm going to have you on a call up to Word Radio. I said, Word Radio? I'm like, the fuck is that? He's like, yeah, I'm going to call up there. I'll do the show on Friday. You can tell them about the protest, let people know. I said, okay. Friday, that Friday when I called Word, that was the 16th of mm-hmm. June. Mm-hmm. I let everybody know the pro- about the protest, and that was my first introduction to Reverend Mark Tyler. Mm-hmm. He, he didn't know me. You didn't know me at all. I never had seen none of y'all face to face. I'm on the radio. i talk to him about the protests. And, you know, he asked me the same thing. Well, did you know? No, I don't know him. I seen what happened. He said, wow. But I heard his passion as well. Reverend mm-hmm. Mark Tuck, heard his passion. And, you know, I heard y'all talking about it before I came on because I was waiting to come on. Mm-hmm. So I said, damn, you know, I've never heard about Word Radio in my life. I said, damn, like, you know, these brothers really like on the same type shit I'm on. Like, you know what I'm saying? Now, when I spoke about the protests, let's fast forward to that Sunday, June the 18th. Mark Tyler says, "Well, you're gonna need a media advisory. You got to put out a media advisory. Let the media know." I said, "I have no idea about a media advisory, and I'm gonna be real with the people." I texted him back and said, "Look, I hope this don't sound, you know, crazy enough. I never did a media advisory. Uh, I would appreciate it if you do it for me." He texted me right back and said, "No problem. I will have my wife do it. I'll send you a copy. You just let me know what you want to put in there." I said, "Damn, that's what's up." He sent it to me, and now this is what I always remember him. And this was gonna get us started, Flood, and you can take it over from here. He said to me that Sunday night, Ike Raw, make sure you get the because I had the protest. We're going to start at 5 o'clock. Everybody, now now mind you, everybody unboxing me, commenting on social media. Yeah, that's what's up. Finally, we got somebody that's going to stick up for the people. That's what's up. I'll be out there. That's what's up. That's what everybody. So mind you, I'm thinking it's going to be about 10,000 people out there. <laughs> right? I'm new uh-huh. to this shit. You feel me? So we got the protest starting at 5. He says, get out there early before people try to come take over your event. Now, it's like 11 o'clock at night on the, that Sunday. I said, what do you mean, people take over the event? I told my wife. I said, yo, I said, now, nah, I never met Mark Tyler, never seen him. I'm thinking he like some old man, 70, 80, 60-something years old, thinking about the old times when they used to be trying to, you know, protest civil rights and all that shit like that. That's what they used to do, argue over protest. That's what I'm thinking. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Man, when I when that Monday come, I talk to you, uh, you said, yeah, everything's still on? I said, yeah, everything's still on. Um, I said, I'm gonna be out there about 3 o'clock. I said, I'm going to get out there at 3 and start at 5 because people telling me they're going to come early, right? Mm-hmm. You said to me, yeah, I also, as you said, I talked to my man, Ace. I said, Ace, okay. Come to find out his name was Ace. He said, yeah, he forgot his bullhorn. I said, don't worry about it. I already got one. Just come on down. And when y'all came down, when I got there, I was met by, you know, the civil affairs people, the police, they was telling me, oh, you got to talk to this person. I'm out there talking, hey, how you doing, like, you know what I'm saying, what's going on? Not like that, but you know, because I want, I want to do everything right. I want to do make sure I'm doing shit, but they say, oh, you ain't supposed to be over here, you can't do this, because I don't know about this shit, you feel me? Right. So, when we get out there, that's when I meet you, that's when I first see you, you get out the car, you, Asa, Greg Brinkley, and yeah. who else was it? Yeah, it was just y'all three. I think, I think, Reverend Clay, yeah, Reverend
1: Clay, Reverend Howard Clay was
0: uh, there. No, Clay wasn't at the first John. No? no, I ain't meet I ain't meet two weeks later.
1: No, yeah. you're right, you're right, because we rolled down with Greg Brinkley. We rolled down with him. Yeah,
0: you, Ace, and Greg Brinkley. Now when I met y'all, I said, you know, we have been looking at a bomb like that. So you know, I was out there one the of David Jones' uh uh peoples. So he said, damn, well, who I said, damn, that's the reporter ball. Now mind you, you was reaching out to me, Flood, and you was telling me let the let the family know, you know, uh, if they want to speak. I was telling the family, but I was getting the feedback like people who I thought was family. No, 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 it's cool. Don't worry. I'm like, damn, why, why don't nobody say nothing about this man? Like, this man got killed by the cop. Now, this might, if people don't understand, this was what would get me frustrated leading up to everything. Because so called people who say they care about this man, they friends with him or whatever, y'all ain't showing up and y'all ain't really doing nothing about it. So here we come to the first protest. That's when I meet you. I meet ASA, I meet Greg Brinkley, all y'all. Never seen y'all in my life, none of that to this day. The protest started. I said, ASA came up to me. He said, uh, he said, so he should get the microphone. I looked at my cousin. I said, what the fuck? I said, you look all fucking high. I said, give him the microphone. See what the fuck he going to say. Now, this is what's going to lead into how you started off. As soon as he cut the microphone on, he said, <laughs> we're back at this motherfucking 15th police district with these racist motherfuckers. I looked at my cousin. My cousin looked at me. I said, all right, I, said I ain't got to do shit. I said, he got it. He can rock out. All That's right. when the protest started. That was the first protest from there. And before that
1: happened, you didn't think like I remember you telling me before, and uh, when our first conversations about it, you was like, you wasn't sure how how aggressive or passive the voice should have been. How we were, and so when he started going in and cussing, you was like, oh, all right, so this is these motherfuckers go at it, like, right. ah, <laughs> and 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 that just that... kind of set the tone.
0: Right, because I said, because that's what my cousin said. And that's what my, I called my wife. I was on the phone with my wife like two minutes after the protest started. And she said, Well, what was that cursing? And she said, I thought that was you. <laughs> I said, No, nah. I said, it's the bull Black Lives Matter boy. I said, he out here. I said, I hey, he got it. I said, I was going to do the same shit, but fuck it. Mm-hmm. That's how mm-hmm. this shit started. Yeah, so it was
1: Asa Khalif, Greg Brinkley. I mean, and everybody, again, you know, that's the, the clip that played in the beginning. Um, it was just fuck the police, this, and you, white cracker pig, and who are you fucking shooting in the back i mean it was so I, as i was listening to it today and editing i, I didn't realize how much profanity was, was 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 you know was 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 uh was put out there that day but it was also it was real emotion man that shit was raw it was raw as fuck those people were angry they had had enough because for low context at this point you know this was 2017 we was still, we was only one year of, of just fighting with the whole Brandon Tate Brown shooting, which happened in December of 2014 leading into 2015 in the 15th district. So that's why when AC said, we're back in the 15th district, just to give some context to what you're saying for the listeners, because they had been there a year and a half prior because Nicholas Corelli, who was a two-year rookie, at, uh, a rookie at the time of the 15th, shot and killed Brandon Tate Brown. Watch this. As he was running away and
0: shot him
1: in the back. Yep. And that's what Ace kept saying. He's
0: like, I told y'all they would kill again. Yeah. And and what happened was, when the protest started, like I said, you know me, I was calm. I was sitting there, you know. And what you know what got me is when, you know, police officers, they start coming on their bikes, and I seen them laughing and talking and just saying, oh, like, and I'm, you know, and then when David Jones' mom came out there. When she came out and she's crying, they laughing and talking shit. And I'm like, oh, that's how y'all do. And mm. it took me about five minutes to, you know what I'm saying, get in action. And then mm-hmm. from that point on, it was on. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, y'all don't have no compassion or no sympathy, even though I know some of y'all don't any fucking way. But goddamn, y'all just express it publicly too. Like, goddamn. that's crazy.
1: So there was uh so that was, that was July 19th. The following week, I didn't make it because I had just gotten to The Witness and had published his story, uh, and we had kind of referenced that at the beginning of the week, uh, Ike, that, that that second protest, the 26th, is when the the story about The Witness was published uh, on phillymag.com, and you was reading the story to the people there.
0: Right. Yeah, so the next week we went back. Uh, the next week, uh, what was so crazy, when I first – Asa was there first, and he was already cursing at the cops, cops cursing him. The next week, that's when they had the barricade. Now, let me go back to the first protest. When we first week, they only had the barricades in front of the police station. So we were allowed to be in the streets, up and down the street as much as we wanted. Next Monday when we came, they had a barricaded off where it was like separated. So you had some of the com- residents of the community on one side of the barricades in the streets, and we were on the other side of the street. So it was like this big opening in between. Mm-hmm. So let me just set the stage for that. So when I came for the second protest, I'm like, "What the fuck?" So it's like they, we was like caged in. So you know that's what he was telling them. So the guy was telling well, you know, talking about the permit, uh, uh the big guy, Singletary, uh, the yeah, big black, uh, yeah, him, uh, what is it, Captain, Sergeant, whatever he is. So he was like, "Well, you know, the permit, you know, you guys can't be." And that's when that shit started. So that's when I'm like, "My well, what? Y'all can't tell us what the fuck we can't be and cannot be." You understand at the end of the day. So that's when the, that shit kicked off. So. More people start coming out, and it was basically people seeing what was going on. You have people driving past in their cars, like, on the other side, just pulling up, like, because they was watching their lives. And pe- that's when people start getting involved. They start just coming down. Mm-hmm. So, when the news broke, he was telling everybody, and that's when everybody was like, well, it's a witness. And, like, you know, we talked about in the first uh, episode, you know, it was a witness. And I'm like, yeah, it was a witness. You know, we're going to find out what he had to say. And, you know, luckily, we were able to get the statement read to the people there. But that day, that's when a lot of tempers were flaring, a lot of, you know, major profanity, you know, was being said. You had other uh groups come down. I think Philly for Real Justice came down at that protest. Mm-hmm. Uh, you had, uh, who else came down? Uh I, I can't remember really, but it was, a lot, it was a lot of people came down for that one, That and that's when everything was, like, kind of kicking off. So after that second protest, after the second one, you know, it was just like everybody, well, you know, what are we going to do now? But not me. I said, you know, my first thing I said was, we got to go to the FOP and protest. We got to go. I wanted to go everywhere where the police would be involved, you know, to let them know we're going to show up and let them know we just going to keep doing shit. Right. So so ironic after the second protest, when I came home, you know, we were, I was watching the news and I seen um, Mayor Kenny. Uh, I, I forget where he was at. He was somewhere, you know, doing a ribbon cutting ceremony or something like that. And I was like, you know, I said, well, damn, well, why ain't, you know, the whole news. I said, I ain't mentioned nothing about David Jones or nothing about, you know, I just kept saying all the, you know, politicians, they coming up, you know, it was nice summertime and they doing stuff and nobody said nothing about David Jones. So I said, the flood, and you remember this? I said, flood. I said, well, nobody. Uh, I said, what's wrong with it? He said, bro, he said, you know, this is how this shit go. He said, these fucking politicians don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. I said, well, you know. They need to say something. And then you, if you remember, I said, especially Curtis Jones, I said, because David Jones, last name is Jones. I mean, they might be related. right? And, and I wasn't trying to be funny or nothing like that. I, I was on some real shit. But you, you know what I'm saying? Like, damn, that's a black man. You're a black man. So that's when the idea started to, you know, find out everybody who didn't want to speak about David Jones. So the first, you know, officials that we wanted to, you know, um, you know came to was the managing director, which was Michael D. Berdinas uh which was that monday i believe that was the 2nd uh, august 2nd uh something like that yeah so that was august 2nd was it august yeah that was august that was that, okay that's so let's not...
1: let's back up before we get there then because because the first event following those those series of protests at the uh 15th district was um at the
0: uh July 31st was started the uh, the three the three um the uh, the three tour zone. Remember, we started at the roundhouse, and then we started that we was going to go to right, the. D- right, I'm okay.
1: saying be- before that on July 20th, we interrupted the mayor at the free library when they were doing the fucking Shakespeare ribbon cutting, Uh and that's when the mayor remember that.
0: Right. That's okay. Yeah, you right. You right. You right. You right. You right. You yeah. right. So that you're
1: was right. that was July 20th. That was about you know maybe 25, 24 days after the second vote. Yeah, that's protest at the 16th district. I got the West and- mixed stuff. So, then, so mayor Kinney is there and I played a clip from him that day at the beginning too that's that was when we kind of forced him to speak on the shooting because that- he had released a little you know a, 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 a statement that didn't really say much about it and so we, we were all there I was in the audience covering it and Greg Brinkley and ASA you guys were you guys did your thing and really shut the event down for a moment and then after the event mayor Kinney spoke to the media. And uh, uh, and and again, a a clip of what he said was played earlier in the show, and uh, so that was July 20th, and then I think I think the day after that was um, well, not long after that, we interrupted. I have to find a clip. Ed Rendell.
0: Yeah, Ed Rendell. Yeah, Ed Rendell. Ed Rendell was the that was at the August two. That was at the um. That was at the Daryl Clark because Daryl Clark was on the eighth of August. Avondale right.
1: was after that. Okay. Were well, you sure? No, yeah. I just pulled it up. It was July thirty first. So it went from the mayor. Oh,
0: of- that was the three. That was the three stop. John, July thirty first. Avondale was in October. I mean, in August.
1: No, no, I'm not. I'm looking at it right now, bro. And six action news, uh, July thirty first. A children's event in Franklin Square on Monday was disrupted by protesters. Over the deadly police involved shooting of David Jones, members of Black Lives Matter began shouting at the former Pennsylvania Governor Edwin Dell as he spoke at a celebration of Franklin Square's 11th birthday. That was Monday, July 31st. What? And here's the picture of, of Asa Khalif screaming at uh, Edwin Dell. I remember that day. It was priceless.
0: Oh, yeah, the three stop Jones was the 28th. Right. That's what right. Was that Friday. Right. All right. I was so, think the 31st is that Friday. That's why I sent you the wrong video that day. Right.
1: So, So the timeline we have is. We have in, in, in late June, we have June 19th, first protest, June 26th, second protest. That's the same day the story uh, about the witness comes out. We fast forward uh, about three weeks to the 21st of July uh, and activists, yourself, Asa Greg, uh, confront Mayor Kinney and other city officials uh, at the Free Library that's the day, day- Mayor
0: Kenny promised, that's the day Mayor Kenny promised to call the family of David Jones.
1: He yes. still hasn't met with the family. Thank you for bringing it up. Ten days later, uh, that Monday, we confront uh, Ed Rendell uh, in Franklin Square. I remember the children were terrified, some of them. <laughs> um, and and then uh, a week after, August 7th, that's when you and ASA shut down uh, City Council President Darrell Clark.
0: Yep. Don't don't forget about July 31st, that Monday night, uh the police advisory committee. Oh, that was the same night. Yeah, hey, after Rendell. Okay, so tell tell our listeners about that. Okay, so the uh police advisory committee uh as a panel. Commission. Well, what well, can you tell them who it is? you let the people know okay, who they I said the thing sure. happened, yeah.
1: Sure. So the police advisory commission is an executive order based uh agency in the city government that offers recommendations around police reform. And they also uh, intake police complaints, but then pass those complaints on to uh, uh, internal affairs. And so the Police Advisory Commission meets once a month in different spaces around the city. until so it happened to be that day they were meeting uh, at a free library in South Philadelphia on Broad and Tasker. And uh, we had felt, uh, as a collective, that the Police Advisory Commission should have made a statement or issued a report or had been investigating uh, the David Jones shooting alongside of the police department, and so we we went and um, interrupted the meeting. Um, it was uh, really really tense. Uh, the young kid uh, who who saw David Jones as a father that was the first time he spoke publicly. I can't remember his name, Taki or Takai. Taki. Taki, Taki, yeah. Um, he spoke. Uh, Erica Atwood then was the executive director. Hans Minos is the executive director now but that that day at that event was um was special because the the then board chair Rhonda Goldfein, and I'll let you take over from this but but she had never seen the video, and that was one of the things Ike that you were doing every time you went and confronted these officials. did you see the video if not I'm gonna pull it out and show you, and you have this 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 historic picture of Rhonda uh, grabbing her pearls (laughs) because the video was so egregious.
0: Right. Right. So we go to the police advisory uh, commission meeting uh, and they're in there, you know, they're gathered all around and talking. So we just come in and we, you know, Asa Khalif has the uh, megaphone and we say, you know, hey, have you guys heard about David Jones? Can you tell us anything about David Jones? Nobody had anything to say. Nobody could tell us anything. Mm -hmm. So... I asked the panel. It was about five or six people there. Uh, Miss Erica Atwood. Uh, you had uh, Miss Barbara Goldfine, like you said. And a couple other people. I just can't remember their name. And for the life of me, at that point in time, Flood, I remember uh, it was about six weeks or more, and David Jones had been dead. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I said, hey, have you guys seen the video? They kept saying, no, we'll watch it after. This is how crazy it got. They kept saying, we're interrupting their their meeting. They're saying, wait, 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 we'll watch the video later. We're telling you it's a video of a black man shot in his back by a police officer that's going around in the city, and you haven't seen it. You sit on a commission of people who are supposed to, you know, we feel as though investigate these things or at least know about these things. Mm. And for you not to even see the video. So as Fleur said, I showed Barbara the video, and, you know, once she's seen it, and, you know, I narrated for it and her know was about to happen. And it was so graphic, like Flood says she was. She was so devastated by what she saw. She clutched her pearls. She grabbed her chest like, and they said, "Oh my God!" Like, yeah. And I said, "Yeah, that's that, you know, that's what it's about. Mm-hmm. That's how I felt when I seen it." Mm-hmm. And here, here we go. Six weeks later, you haven't even seen it. Hmm. Hmm. So that was the thirty first of Ju- July, right? Yeah, that was. Just, I, I, it may not be the thirty first. Maybe the twenty fourth of July. Yeah, because that I, was the same day. That's when we went. Because that was the same whatever we whatever day we went to the uh, Mike Dibadinas. We went to the Police Advisory Committee that night too. Okay. Commission, right, Police right, advisory right, commission. right.
1: So I think it was the twenty fourth. I'm pulling. I'm pulling this stuff up. That's why I got the conference. Conference with the Rendell Joe. It was. It, it was definitely July because it was in the July. Um, it was that Police Advisory co- Commission uh, footage. Um why? So so let me let me go. So August eighth. Um, again, was Daryl Clark. The reason that date is significant... South. August 7th, excuse me. The reason that date is so significant, not not to mention the fact that it was just an iconic video uh, that will live in infamy, but that it was because of that particular protest that we even found out that the case had been kicked up to Attorney General Josh Shapiro. Right. Daryl Clark was being pressured by Asa to say something, and he blurted it out, Saying, look, we don't even have the case anymore. We sent it up to Josh. And that was breaking news.
0: Right. And he just said it so, you know. Nonchalantly. Oh, nonchalantly. Right. So nonchalantly. Like, hey, you know, what well, an attorney general got it. they looking mad at. It, so what y'all so upset about? Attorney? What the fuck you mean, attorney general? What the, is the DA got uh, Miss Kelly Hodges, entered. DA, has the case. What are you talking about? Oh, oh, no. oh, you didn't even know. So then he had to go put a statement out later on. <laughs> oh, you know. Oh, you know, it's a tragic death about David Jones. Why well, you didn't do this? You know when it first happened on June 8th, not August 7th. You remember I kept saying that Turned is two months later? Yeah. Like, come on, man. It's ridiculous. And just because we went down there with that action, we found out that the case wasn't even with the DA office anymore. Yeah. So, if that protest, if that interruption, whatever you want to call it, didn't happen that day, we wouldn't even have known that the case wasn't even in Philadelphia DA office uh, at that time.
1: Mm-hmm. And so, for our listeners who aren't in Philadelphia, um, you know, the case was kicked up to the AG by interim DA Kelly Hodge, who cited a conflict of interest. Apparently one of the, the conflict was that she was familiar with Ryan Pound, sister. I believe Ryan Pound, sister, had worked or was working in the DA's office at that time. But here's a, a, also another piece of context that uh, our listeners outside of Philadelphia will appreciate. All of this is happening, and, and Kelly Hodge is, is, is the interim DA because Seth Williams, who was our DA, was just indicted on 29 counts of corruption, and had to resign his post. So all of that is happening as we're interrupting all these protests you have on the other side of town, the DA being indicted.
0: It was just really a bad summer for the city of Philadelphia. Yeah. Um, You know, we had the uh, DA, uh, I uh, affectionately love to call him Theft Williams.
1: The Uh, the ruthless Theft Williams. (laughs) Sounds like a
0: great wrestling name.
1: It does, right?
0: Coming oh, to the ring, right. the request, <laughs> first will ah, ah, He's ah, a rival. ah! I stole from my mom.
1: <laughs> I can't believe you just said that. <laughs> I take bribes. So I so I so that's that's August seventh. Now here's the here's the, here's one of the more fun protests I thought. So three days later, August 10th. uh that's when we ambushed Councilman Bobby Heenan in the northeast section of Philadelphia at a park while they're trying to have a birthday party for a fucking bridge. Oh, <laughs> now, now now Ike you you can testify to this. We before we go into the details of that event, we went to interrupt this event because we kept trying to meet with Bobby Heenan at his office and he refused to do so.
0: Yes, we went to his office. Uh, we actually were at his office for about two hours that day. Uh, they actually called the police. The police came and said there's nothing they can do. Uh, you know, Bobby refused to meet with us. His people refused to meet with us. So, you know, we just like anyone else, if you don't want to meet with us, you know, we come to you, but we will keep coming to you. We don't only come to your office. We would come at your event. We would come to your home, as everyone knows. Yeah, at that point, too, Ike, all the politicians were
1: on pins and needles. Nobody oh, yeah. knew when we were showing up and where. Yeah,
0: yeah. The mayor, uh, for some reason, was canceling a lot of uh appearances
1: and everything like that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know, it got so crazy. Like you remember, we used to go places and they'd be like, "What well, was about to go down?" Ain't nothing about to go down. <laughs> like that. We just come and see the festivities. Mm-hmm. Like what's going on? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like I mean, yeah. So we go to Bobby Heenan's event. They're having a uh, fucking birthday party for a fucking Bridge. Uh, so we're asking Councilman Heenan how does he feel about several black men being murdered uh, by police officers and his district of council and uh, mr uh, councilman Bobby Hena decided to uh tell the people to uh, ignore us and he proceeded to blow bubbles <laughs> uh, and that's what happened ladies and gentlemen they proceeded literally. to literally they Ratched were blowing bubbles saying
1: happy birthday bridge while ASA and Ike are yelling at them
0: uh, yeah it was it was a, it was a, it was a sight to see absolutely it just shows you uh, the level of disrespect, the level of unconcern, the level of you know, fuck you, uh, that you know these people have,
1: mm. and
0: I mean, this was the most you know hillbillyish, hick fucking park I've seen in my fucking life. I mean, you, if you notice, like I told you, Flood, you see, I didn't even do any recording that day yeah. because I felt this going to make it violent. Understand? Yeah. What I'm saying? And you
1: had to confront. You had to. You had some people step to you.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I, no, no, not step to me, but I mean, they were trying to step. But they right. weren't stepping to me. So you
1: put them in their place before they right, did something.
0: Right, 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 right. <laughs> That's why I didn't do no record, because I see I see how everything was going to go down. Like you know I'm saying, I, first things first, I got to protect myself. I got to make sure everybody's with me cool. Mm-hmm. So I can't be out there fucking around trying to record. Fuck recording. Like you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. something might go down. So yeah, it definitely got heated that day. It definitely got heated. Like you know what I'm saying, and even the guy pulled the knife out. Remember the DJ? Mm-hmm. And he was black. He mm-hmm. black man. The DJ was black. He pulled the knife out on us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was actually
1: really scary that day. It was a little... Because, I mean, like, like you said, this shit was so deep in the fucking woods. It's like, we got lost a couple times just trying to find it. Yeah. It was so secluded.
0: It's crazy, man. A um, fucking birthday party for a bridge.
1: So the day after the, the uh, encounter with Philly Councilman uh, uh, Bobby Heenan, and, and it's also important to add that the witness lived in Bobby Heenan's district, too. So Heenan was connected to this story, but wanted nothing to do with it to this day. Still hasn't said anything about the shooting, hasn't made any outreaches to the witness. In my book, uh, Bobby Heenan is a piece of
0: shit. So, so he's yeah, he's definitely a disgusting piece of shit.
1: So, the day following the confrontation with him, Larry Platt, the editor of the Philadelphia Citizen, published a story entitled Civility, We Hardly Knew Thee. And here's what he writes There's a dangerous epidemic sweeping the country, and it's on full display in Philadelphia. In fact, we may be a dubious national leader in its spread. I'm not talking about the opioid epidemic, though that would also be top of mind. No, I'm speaking about something just as fatal to the body, excuse me, to the body politic, the widespread slaughter of civility. In case you missed it earlier this week, two members of Black Lives Matter Pennsylvania, Asa Khalif and Isaac Gardner, uh, that's not true. Asa, it was Black Lives Matter. Pennsylvania. Isaac was uh, Justice for David Jones Coalition. Nonetheless, they stormed into the mayor's reception room in City Hall, where the mayor, Council President Donald Clark, and others were announcing the city's zero waste and litter action plan, by all accounts, a forward-thinking strategy for cleaning up the city. But they wouldn't get to talk about that. They go on to say, Khalif and Gardner are protesting the police shooting of one David Jones, who was shot in the back and killed by a Philadelphia police officer in June, they interrupted and ultimately shut down the press conference and pledged to shut down more with their profanity-laced demands that council presidents speak about the pursuit of justice as it pertains to Jones. Um, <laughs> I, I, that article was widely shared among the community. And, you know, we got on the radio and denounced it. But, I mean, do you remember when this article came out?
0: Absolutely. What was your thoughts? Sounds like two great men to me. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, my thoughts was, I mean, like Larry Platt, I mean, you know how these fucking editors and journalists, whatever the fuck they want to call themselves in this fucking city, man, this fucking country. They, so most of them is full of shit, man, like at the end of the day. Like, he should have saved all that fucking ink that he wrote that bullshit and wrote an article about Ryan Powell now shooting black men in the fucking back. I bet you he hasn't covered that shit. Mm. And here's what he wrote. Khalif and Gardner
1: hijacked a press conference for no good reason other than to unleash an ugly primal scream. Now, that, that was to me, that's a, a racist undertone to say a primal scream referring to like primates or some kind of uh, 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 native, uh, uh, you know, animal. It goes on to say it was a type of civic terrorism something that in reaction to Trump's incivility seems to have become the favorite response of the political left. Now, mind you, this same Larry Platt, a privileged white journalist and editor of a publication, did not write about the incivility, which is shooting black men in the back as they run away. The second, of course, which caused the protest first being Brandon Tate Brown. But you, you decry civility when black men protest their government because they don't feel that their government is responsive to what appears to be a developing pattern in the 15th district you have nothing to 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 this date has nothing to say about the shooting of black men in the back as in, in civil but you you call these two gentlemen that they were only there to unleash a primal scream that they were hijacking press conferences for no good reason
0: Fuck Larry Platt.
1: Fuck Larry Platt. <laughs>
0: Ryan Powell now sits in jail right now, Larry Platt. He's the fucking primal animal, you piece of shit. Fuck mm. you and
1: Ryan Powell now. Mm. So we fast forward that now. We had, now at this point, you know, we had protested the police district. You had protested former Governor Edwin Dale. You protested Mike DeBerdinez and Brian Abernathy, uh, managing director and deputy managing director, has shut down the police advisory commission have shut down a, a, a councilman who's trying to blow up a, uh, blow bubbles to celebrate a bridge, had articles written about you. Uh, I think the next big protest was at the officer's home, was it not?
0: Yeah, no, it wasn't at the officer's home. It was at the piece of shit home.
1: <laughs> Fair enough. That's where it
0: was at. And that was in September. No, oh, no, that was August 24th, 2017, on a Thursday.
1: Okay, August 24th. So that was the biggest protest out of all of them. Would you agree?
0: Oh, absolutely. That was the biggest protest in Philadelphia history.
1: Why? Now, why do you say that?
0: Because of Mikey Raw and it's fucking true.
1: <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, let me paint a picture. So it's only about eight of us. Me, Ike, John Sharon, uh, John Sharon and Cleave, uh, uh Reverend Clay, uh, Lynn, uh, Gloria, and her two kids. So it's about <laughs> eight or nine. And Tiffany. Right. So we, we we were staking out the neighborhood. We, we had got Poundhouse address. We had planned this. Ike had put up that we were going to be doing a protest at the 15th district to kind of, you know, throw them off so that all their resources were spent protecting the district while we go to the officer's home. Beautiful neighborhood, well-manicured block. Um, when me and Reverend Clay were the first to arrive, and I saw Ryan's wife drive up and, and, uh, and take out groceries. The kid was playing in the front lawn. And then Ryan...
0: Her name's Tina. Please, Tina. Be okay,
1: my bad. Tina Powell now had just drove up, was taking some groceries out the car. Little, little, the little one. I don't know if that's Ryan Powell now Jr. He was out in the front playing on his big wheel, and then Ryan Powell now came and threw something in the trash and, and went back in. So I, I'm sitting there like, all right, well, this is it. This is about to go down. Like this is it. You know, fast forward, Ike and, and others are putting up posters of Ryan Powell saying he's a murderer. It didn't take long before the block emptied out of their homes and everybody was outside uh, yelling at us. Uh, b- before we knew it, we had SWAT and counterterrorism pulling up, helicopters flying above our heads. There was a line of officers that guarded uh, poundhouse home to make sure we didn't get there. And that was a very tense confrontation.
0: Well, I mean, uh, yeah, it was more than tense, Floyd.
1: How would you describe it?
0: It was a great day you know I was all for it you know hey <laughs> at the end of the day it needed to be done so you know absolutely. hey I don't give a fuck how many of his neighbors were mad I don't give a fuck if his wife was mad his kids I don't care it doesn't fucking matter he's alive and you know the funny thing about it just like you say because remember when I called you first and said look I just pulled up I'm about to come around and you told me you was like yeah yeah this is the crib because I just seen his son he's came and put something in the trash I'm like yeah I'm like but that's when I'm like, man, my adrenaline start flowing. So I, I am already ready to go. So as I drove around there. You know what I'm saying? We start walking down the block. So I was already with it. Then when we came, you see, he came back out again. When we all got there, he's putting something out the trash. And that's when he turned around. He was looking. We was putting the, uh, put the uh, posters up on the pole. And he was mm-hmm. like, what the fuck? Then about two, three minutes later, man, so fucking many hell cops, So many <laughs> <laughs> helicopters, fucking SWAT trucks, all kind of shit. And Stand
1: we together.
0: were outnumbered three to three, you know, I mean, one to three to one. Man, three to one? It's about five to one. Had, look at, listen, you, you think about all the cops they had lined up in front of his house from, like, the beginning of the corner of his house all the way to, like, the middle of the block. Yeah. There was one cop, all them fucking cops. The yeah. cops that was just standing around, the cops in their cars, the motherfuckers in the helicopters. Mm. Like, that shit was crazy. Yeah. They protecting this piece of shit. Like, he fucking, like, come on, fuck him, man. Earlier this year,
1: I had to – I spoke at Temple University uh, to their journalism class, and one of the students recognized uh, – she recognized me in my my story. So she says, so you were there when they went to the cop's house? She was like, yeah. She's like, oh, my God. She's like, I was watching it on live, and I was defending you guys to my family because my family was like, look at these – you know, I can't believe they're doing this shit, blah, blah, blah. And she was like, I was defending y'all. I was rooting for y'all at home. And so, you know, when I'm out there broadcasting live and you out there doing your thing – I don't really think, like, oh my God, people are watching this and what are they thinking? But there were so many people, like, I can't believe
0: these motherfuckers legit did this. Yeah, I mean, I still get that shit to this day. When it first happened, my, you know, like a week later, my little brother was like, uh, you know, people don't really think he's my brother. They was like, because <laughs> you know they said they were showing that shit live, you know, one of the helicopters. They was like showing a clip of it, like, yeah, people out there at this cop house, like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And he was like, oh shit, he's like, it's my brother. They was like, Ain't your fucking brother. Like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Like, oh, nah. then when I want to see him at the party, and he was like, Yeah, he's like, Oh shit, you're like, yeah, like that was you and they said the same shit, like, yo, that's what's up, man. Like everybody, like, man, that's what's up, man. Fuck that cop, man. Damn, that's what's up. Like, that shit woke the city up, man. Motherfuckers is like, yo, you can do shit. you like, you ain't gotta be afraid of these motherfuckers. If you if you're frustrated, you can show your fucking outrage as long mm-hmm. as it's as long as it's not violent. Like you know what I'm saying? We went as notice we keep talking about these protests. We we never got violent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm saying we might have people who want to get violent with us or so they, they act like they want to be violent, but I mean, they ain't crazy. So uh, the mayor um, denounced uh,
1: our uh, protests um, after saying only weeks earlier that these protests are necessary to drive the conversation. Uh, I know that Richard Ross, police commissioner, was extremely angry and said that we crossed the line. Uh, by going uh to the officer's home. And my response was the officer crossed the line first. We just followed him.
0: Exactly. I remember when they said that you crossed the line. No, he crossed the fucking line. What do you mean? We followed them across the line. I remember when you said that, Flood. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He crossed the, we crossed the line. He crossed the fucking line. We want winning. We're mm-hmm. gonna go get help. What the fuck you talking about. <laughs> and and then
1: uh, and then a week after, about a, two weeks after this protest, and this is where We'll, we'll end it and pick up tomorrow. No, 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 no. Hold, oh, hold, okay. 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 About that.
0: Hold on. So, after this protest, ladies and gentlemen, on August 24th, uh, 2017, Fat John McNesby and the rest of them. Oh, the yes.
1: Front. How could I forget right. about right. that? Oh, right. shit.
0: They were so fucking angry that they decided to have a back the blue rally. They said, We got to stand behind power now. We got to stand behind our officers. They can come to any of your homes. And no one's safe. We got to show support. So, the next week, which was August 31st on a Thursday, They held up back the blue rally at the FOP building where all the cops, any district you were in, doesn't matter. You can come show support for Ryan Powell now. So then I'll let you take it from there. So, um, yeah. So after the protests, um, State
1: Rep. Martina White introduced legislation to not reveal the names of the officers. Now, mind you, this was a policy that Philadelphia had put in place following the DOJ's uh, analysis of the Philadelphia Police Department they instituted a new policy that 72 hours after an officer-involved shooting, the Philadelphia Police Department will release the names of the officers and the mayor will, will make a statement. Well, State Rep. Martina White, who's a puppet of the FOP, um, started promoting this legislation to rescind that and saying that we need to keep the officer's name private for 60 days or whatever and determine whether there was a threat. Um, and, uh, you know, that law was, you know, the city was, was really... Uh, um, nervous, because they didn't know what was going to happen if this policy was going to be taken away. And some people were trying to blame us, saying oh, it's because of y'all that we're not going to know the names of the officers in the future, and y'all didn't think before y'all did this. I remember one of the activists reached out to you and said that, right?
0: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And, you know, I told, like I told that activist and I'll tell everybody else, you know, you should have been with me. I'm not trying to hit none of that shit, you know, at the end of the day. So, if what we did, if you feel as though anybody feel as though, oh, we shouldn't release the officer's name. Because you know, you know, I actually was, you know, we spoke about this. Me, Rochelle, uh, and Rochelle Bilal, uh, did a segment. Um, I forget the lady name, oh, uh, with
1: uh, Sherry Greg at KYW.
0: Right, right, yeah, yeah, right. We was talking about that. And a guy called in, oh, well, you know, you guys, you went to his house, you brought harm to his family. He started naming, I'm saying, listen, listen, listen. At the end of the day, he shouldn't have shot the black man in the back or any man in the back. Mm-hmm. Your name is only getting released if you kill somebody, right. You understand what I'm saying? You have no right to kill nobody. You don't got to worry about your name getting released. So I don't give a fuck who gets mad. So the day after the
1: protest, Martina White releases this statement. I'll read a part of it. She says, uh, uh, Yesterday, activists from Black Lives Matter took over a quiet residential Philadelphia neighborhood to aim their vitriol at the home and family of Officer Poundout. They called him a murderer in an attempt to influence public opinion in a sensitive matter that is still under investigation by both the police department and the attorney general's office. Why I supportly, well, excuse me, why I fully support lawful protests as provided by the first amendment, yesterday's events were not that. Instead, Black Lives Matter activists invaded a residential neighborhood without a permit, utilized bullhorns to spew uh, profanity and threatless and endless occupation of that neighborhood until their demands are met. It is shocking to me that Police Commissioner Richard Ross and Mayor Jim Kinney allowed this illegal occupation to go on for hours without taking any action to enforce the law. And I question whether the police department has been ordered to stand down when addressing this Black Lives Matter action. Uh, 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 Martina White then became the sponsor of House Bill 27, which would delay releasing the names of officers involved in shootings until 30 days have passed or until the investigation is concluded, whichever is completed sooner. That That bill ultimately failed and the police department here continues to release names 72 hours after the shooting. Uh, But following that, too, you know, mentioning fat-ass John McNesby, he called us rabbit animals. Absolutely. He called us rabbit animals, and Ike went and proudly got shirts made with that on there, and I still wear my rabbit animal shirt. I actually wore it on the day that Ryan Pond was indicted.
0: As you should. Because he he said we were rabbit animals
1: outside of that home. And you know what, Ike? They kept trying to paint that picture of us taking over a neighborhood. It was 10 of us. Yeah, there was at least a hundred people out there who weren't on our side, at all. And we were only there for about an hour and a half.
0: Yeah, six thirty I mean, to I, about eight. I mean, you know, it was a pretty, you know, great job. You know, it had to be done. It was historic, and like I said before, if it has to be done again, not just at Ryan now's home, oh yeah, but at any home of any police officer that you know, or any
1: official. Night, well, I'm not above going to I, the commissioner's house or the mayor's I, house if it needs to I, be.
0: I wasn't done, Flood, but you know, <laughs> you know exactly where I was going. Absolutely. Anybody who feels as though, you know, they're above the law or they don't want to, you know, serve their constituents the way they're supposed to, we will show up. Mm-hmm. So, you know, get ready for it. I keep saying this is a new fucking day. This is some new shit that's going on. So I don't go fuck who gets pissed off. Right is right and wrong is wrong. Get on the side of right.
1: Mm. What did your family, what did your wife say when when, when you came back from the protest at the officer's home? And even before, knowing that you were going to do that, did she have any concerns?
0: No, she told me from day one, like, DJ is, you know what I'm saying, happy, you're doing what you do doing, like, you know what I'm saying, and keep doing what you're doing. Like, it, it's so ironic because, you know, when it first happened, just, just real quick, you know, my wife was like, I know him, I know him. I'm like, you don't know him, like, get the fuck out of here, like, you know what I'm saying, you know. And you know, after we did the first protest, I had met his cousin, you know, who ended up getting killed as well, uh, Kevin Sturgis. Right. And, right. and I met Kevin. And he was like, you know, we was friends on Facebook or whatever. He was, he seeing a picture of my wife. He was like, yo, he said, you know, me and your wife went to school together. He said, me, her and DJ went to school together. He said, her, her and him, DJ was in the same class. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what? I said that. She did say she knew him. He's like, yeah. Like, he's like, yeah. So they started talking on social media. He's like, yeah. Like, I remember he's like, yeah, we're classmate. He's like, yeah. So that was more to, you know, Bringing me more into this story, this whole situation. Like, it's crazy. But no, my wife's been proud of me since day one. Like I said, most of my family been proud. I know some of them be hating and mad as shit. Like, they used to throw little shots. Oh, um, did you know him? No, you know I didn't know. Everybody knows I didn't know David Jones. Mm. So for you to ask me that, I know what the fuck you trying to insinuate. Oh, why you doing this? Why you doing not what the, what the fuck you mean when I'm doing what I'm doing? Mm. I'm doing it because it needs to be done. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we're not done yet. So that, that's what it is. So it's a lot of shit that I deal with, not only with my family, but with other motherfuckers. And we will get into that on in the next episode. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, shit 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 is real out here, man. But like I said, we got justice so far, but we're not done, man.
1: I mean, so, I mean, we've taken the listeners through an entire journey. And, I mean, and just as, I, as, as we're talking, I'm playing this shit in my head. And I was like, yo, we were running on some serious adrenaline, bro. Because, like, we were, like, nonstop. It was, like, we called it the Summer of Rage. And we started, were just going. Week the week of rage, Started the week of rage, then we was just like, look, we're confronting anybody who ain't say shit. But well, uh, and, and you know what? At that moment in the city, that's the kind of the the tension that should have been there where politicians was like, oh man, I gotta be on my A game, like, you know, because I don't know if these I don't know if these boys are gonna come up here and, and we didn't need 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 100, 150 people.
0: Fuck no. It was no, always the same
1: all. consistent six or seven people doing this work, striking fear in the heart of politicians and the people who didn't want to do good. And I tell people, if you're doing your job, you ain't got to worry about us.
0: Right. It's when
1: you act outside of the law that you need to be worried about Flood the drummer, Ike Raw, and who else is coming.
0: Right.
1: Uh, Rodney Muhammad, NAACP at the time, did not agree with that protest uh, at the officer's home. He publicly has said that. I, I think you remember that. Um, so that there was some tension. There was a generational divide. A lot of the older black folks saw that as you know, there's some things that are sacred and you just don't do that.
0: No, yeah, just like shooting black men in the back. You don't do that. <laughs> so like I told Minister Roddy Muhammad, and, me and, me, and him, me and him talk face-to-face, and he know. Like, you know what I'm saying? I, I understand his opinions. Just like I tell a lot of people, too. I don't think it was a good idea, but, you know, looking back, it, it was a good move. But, yeah, but I, and I, like I tell everybody, I don't regret anything because mm. at the end of the day, I'm not with... The shit y'all used to be with mm. whatever y'all did before the shit ain't fucking working
1: mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. like I, at the end of the fucking day so i'm not trying to hear none of that shit i'm not with this one protest get my name out there in the paper then go watch myself on the news and be done with it <laughs> no. like you know said this cop's still working like mm-hmm. you, you got black men who been killed in the city these cops are still working mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the thing about david jones god you know we had a video that's the whole thing. When I said from day one, look, just look at the fucking video. Remember, go back to when we first started. Barbara Gold, she cuts the fucking pearls. Rhonda, Rhonda Goldfine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Rhonda. Uh, I'm Rhonda. I keep calling her Barbara. My fault. Yeah, Rhonda Goldfine. She cuts the pearls. Dr
1: mm-hmm.
0: just—I said that from day one. Look at this shit. I remember watching
1: it. Hold the fuck up. Be, look. And everybody Nobody that finally it. saw it, when they would see it, they was like, "Oh, I see why y'all going so hard. This is fucked up."
0: Right. So I'm not trying to hear none of that shit about nobody, these old motherfucking, I ain't trying to take shots on nobody, because I will say somebody's name if I'm talking about somebody, you know, personally. I'm just talking about for any old activist, any old organization, anybody, not even old, anybody who disagree with what we've done. I don't give a fuck. I'm just letting you know personally. So it's not like I'm standing behind your back. If you feel as though I'm talking to you, you can pull me up, ask me when you see me. Yo, you talking about me and I'll let you know. Yeah, I'm talking about you. I'm not talking about you. So i don't give a fuck that's what it, it is what it is
1: i imagine when you on june eleventh, twelve, 12th, 13 14 as you're in your mind setting up for uh the first protest in your mind i know you wanted to do two or, or, or three because you said ramadan but were you at that moment were you willing i mean did you think in your mind i'm going to be doing this all summer i'm going to see this too. its in, logical conclusion or were you just like i want to do these three protests and see what happens
0: oh, flood. I was saying the video. I'm like, "That he should be fired already. I'm like, all right, one protest 2 I'm like, all right, at least we're going to do the first protest because everybody said, you know, the Muslims is like, you know, Ramadan. I I, I, want, I don't want them to have an excuse. Oh, it's Ramadan, you know, we fast. I'm fasting too. Mm. But okay, but we come out there the next week, the 26th. Mm-hmm. That was, that was a so I said, damn, he's still not fired. That's what it was. So <laughs> like, you know mm-hmm. that's, that's, that's what it was. Oh, he not fired. Oh, you ain't speaking about it. Maybe we speak about it. He'll get fired. Okay, so we gotta go see you. Why the fuck he ain't fired yet? That's what it was. Mm. Look at this shit. We got a video. It's not like you know what I'm saying the other situations. Not the same or any situation out, but. We don't have a video. The police, anybody, the news, the media can say they think what happened, whatever. We can say whatever. Oh, no, he wasn't reaching for the gun. He wasn't doing this. But we got a video that shows you he was running hands on, no gun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's where the frustration and the anger come in now. It wasn't like I was sitting back like, oh, two, three protests to see what happened. No. If I wake up the next morning, if you ain't calling me, if somebody ain't texting me or saying, yo, he got fired, something got to be done. hmm and I don't Fire. know
1: if we made this explicitly clear in the beginning, but like you said, that June 19 protest, you had never organized a protest in your day in your life before that.
0: Fuck no. I ain't protest. Oregon pro What? Like I and, 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 you know, that's where a lot of hatred – we'll get into that tomorrow because that's where a lot of hatred of all these other mo- – and I, I don't take none of it personal. Mm. I, I just let people know, like, I don't give a fuck if you like me, you love me. I don't care. I'm still going to do me and be me. But, yeah, and ain't no manual on how to protest. And ain't no fucking – Man, you want how to organize? You fucking do it. Mm-hmm. And if your heart and your passion into it, you're going to get results. It's going to show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Man, what a crazy fucking
1: summer it was, man. And almost a year to the date. Um, so, I mean, I guess, you know, we'll get to the suspension and, and then we'll you know cut it off and, and start tomorrow. But, I mean, all of that, th- that we just covered from June 19th, that first protest to August 24th at the cops' house, all of that led to September 7th. Tell us what happened on September
0: 7th. Okay, so September 7th, 2017, uh, Police Commissioner Richard Ross called the press conference for I think about 10, 11 that morning. Uh, and I remember that sending he... you the
1: press conference like, oh shit, this is going down. It's going down.
0: <laughs> right, so you know, people was talking, they call, I'm like, man, what is it real? You know, I'm like, man, I don't know, I'm gonna find out. So, you know, we got down there. Of course, they like Ike Raw and sir mm-hmm. but, you know, Flub was already in there, and, you know, they got the news like yeah, he was being fired. Like, we already knew it. That's why I said we're going to get down there. We confirmed it that morning. Mm-hmm. So when we got down there, that was, like, one of the best days of my life on some real shit. I was crying wow. and all that. Wow. Like, I'm going to be real because I said it was three steps. Remember what I kept saying? The first step, he has to be fired because he can't be charged if he's still fucking working. Like, mm-hmm. right, you know what I'm saying? And, and why is he still working if he killed them off? Yeah, come on, man. Mm-hmm. So he got to be fired. Then he got to be indicted or charged, which he is now. Then he got to be convicted. Mm-hmm. So we got two of the three steps. Two of the three steps. So we're still working. Like you said. So,
1: so tomorrow um, we will dive into the suspension and the indictment. We'll talk about what Richard Ross said then, uh, his reasoning for uh, the suspension, how uh, David Jones's family and the community responded to it. And then we'll also dive into this indictment, uh, what Larry Krasner had to say about it. Uh, what it means for the city. Uh, we, I do want to end on this breaking news piece that the uh, we initially said at the beginning of this week that the preliminary hearing was the 14th of September. Uh, we found out today it's the 19th, right? Of September, Dude, 19th. The 19th of 9 September, 9 a.m. at courtroom 306, the criminal justice center. So anybody in Philadelphia or oh shit, if you're in the tri-state area, New York, Delaware, New Jersey, you want to drive up September 19th, 2018, 9 o'clock in the morning, room 306. You want to witness this. This is history. No rounds about it. This is history. A Philadelphia former Philadelphia police officer is indicted on murder charges, and he will stand before a judge at a preliminary hearing on September 19, 2018. It would not be here. That date would not exist if it wasn't for July, June 19th, June 26th, July 31st, August 7th, August 10th, August 24th. The, the, we would not be talking about this day coming up if it wasn't for those dates we just mentioned the
0: aforementioned at all and that was my thing from day one i would not let david jones death go unpunished for this officer man that, that's that been from day one mm. i'm muslim muslim that's my muslim brother's passion for me so at the end of the day i don't care about people's feelings that's what it is for so i mean hey all right so ike how can people follow you online Oh, I'm online on Twitter. If you guys are on Twitter, I'm on Ike Raw at Ike Raw one nine seven seven. On social media, the other one is Instagram, Facebook. Instagram is at North Philly Ike Raw. Facebook is I K E Y R E W. Uh, make sure that you download the Raw Talk with Ike Raw podcast on the Anchor app, iPad, uh, whatever else is on. You know, uh, Apple Music. How you say it? Whatever. I don't, I'm not an Apple guy. <clears throat> I do have Apple products, but you know, I don't have an iPhone. But I'm the team Android. What? And if you
1: ever want to know the weather, friend Aki Raw on Facebook, he's keeping you up to date. If you live in Philly with the weather, he's a budding meteorologist.
0: Thank you. Buddy? No, I like that. Thank you, Floyd. Yes, I am a budding meteorologist. <laughs> for the hood. I, I do not have the weather for, the, you know, suburbs and shit like that. Fuck y'all. I only have <laughs> yes. I only have the weather for Philly, so oh shout out God. to fuck, fuck all that. So, yeah. So, Raw Talk with Aki Raw, Aki Raw TV with Neff. We'll be back, like I said, next this Monday, the 17th. All new season, so I mean, just get ready and also go to YouTube, subscribe to the channel, Ike Raw TV.
1: Yes, and I want to give a shout out to Mama Two Russi, who uh, left us another voicemail. Uh, she's in, invo- she's really enjoying this series, as I know a lot of you guys are. I'm-, I'm getting your feedback that you're really enjoying this peek behind the curtain, this behind the scenes look at, at some of the things that happened that you only saw on the news. You're getting raw some, uh, cut. yeah, you're getting some raw, and uncut, you know, context behind behind what happened. I also want to shout out, you know, everybody who you know. You know, things change, you know, a lot can change in a year. Relationships come and go. But, you know, I do want to acknowledge the people that were really instrumental uh, in these protests and making things happen and the connection. I want to thank Isaiah Thomas for making the connection between me and Ike Raw. You know, this this has become my really good brother. I want to thank Reverend Clay, you know, for being on the scene, being a lookout, giving me rides, you know, out to the northeast. Asa Khalif, you know, was a big part of a lot of these protests as well. Lynn uh uh Lynn Falk uh for opening up her home uh to the co- uh, coalition uh several times and providing food uh Greg Brinkley Paula Peoples of the National Action Network um am, anybody am i missing anybody
0: um uh, let me see. That's pretty much, yeah. I mean, besides the family, like, you know, Tiffany, like you know, Tiffany Gloria,
1: Gloria Jones. Yeah. All those guys. Yeah, um, you know, yeah, like And a special condolence, of course, to Daphia Crosby, um, David's mother and, and David's father. Um, you know, because I can imagine this has just been incredibly hard on them and to have your pain played out in the public is just kind of exacerbates that pain, you know, and exacerbates that yeah. discomfort.
0: Um, yeah, straight up. Cause his father, Tommy, uh, you know, like he said, you know, he said that at one of the protests, that was his best friend. Like they both were mm. truckers. Like his son mm-hmm. wasn't out here. Doing that. I'm, I'm, I ain't going to get you. That's what people bike.
1: don't realize. David Jones was a working man. He was a hard worker.
0: Yeah. He was about to go back on the road. That's why he was selling the bike.
1: Mm-hmm. Cause
0: he wanted to leave money for his family. Make sure the bills and anything cool. Cause he's about to go back on the road. Mm-hmm. He drove trucks. hmm so, yeah, man, shout out to everybody that was instrumental in helping us out, man. Like, I we, we appreciate the love. We appreciate everything, man. If we need to get back together, we can get back together. Ain't about nothing, man. Man, mm-hmm. we'll get into that next episode. Like, yes. They know we about to get crazy. <laughs>
1: and shout out to all the politicians who still haven't seen the video of David Jones, who still haven't released a statement. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to y'all. We know who y'all are. Election season is coming up. We're going to remind the public that you guys are lame duck politicians, and we're going to vote oh, y'all. Fuck.
0: We forgot about one John though, man. Uh oh. Uh oh. Shout out to Curtis Jones. <laughs> Curtis Jones. Real quick, Fly, Real quick. Go you ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> so, so some city council members decided they wanted to have an assimilation of poverty uh, oh experience at city in one of the city uh, city one of the rooms of city hall. So we got wind of it. So I said, I said, what? I thought Fly Wait a minute, was joking. that
1: drinking. during? That was during the whole David Jones thing.
0: Yeah, it was after the cop got fired, though. But he was—he was fired. But he was already fired. But this was—this had more to play into this shit too. But that was one of the—you know—that was one of the—you uh, know—protests and all that shit too that got David Jones, you know, some more attention and people was starting to want to talk about him again. But just to show you, because this tied into, like I said earlier, about his last name being Jones, and this was really, you know, what's upsetting me because when I heard about, I said, "What you mean? He having assimilation of like he's going to have council member, council people sitting around at tables." acting like they are low-income people, poor, (laughs) and they're going to be having fake money, right, Flood? Like, fake monopoly money, going around saying, uh, you know, how much would this cost? Can I get on this program? I said, are you fucking serious? I said, why don't they go get the real people in the Mm -hmm. fucking hunt, go talk to them, and find out how it really is? So Flood said, well, let's go down there and tell them. I said, absolutely. You already know what I'm thinking. So we go down there, me, Flood, Asa, Asa goes to the podium and tell him, excuse me. Everybody started looking around like, what the fuck? So I go right to Curtis Jones. I said, you, I said, I know. First thing I said to him, I said, you could do this. You know, Curtis Jones. He said, yeah. He said, yeah, I could do this. He said, yeah. He said, yeah, people need to know what's going on. I said, oh, really? I said, why don't you go to the hill where they really are? He said, come on, let's go there." Mm. I said, come on, we out. So I don't know if he thought I was joking, fucking around or what, but we went from City Hall, mm-hmm. walked out of City Hall with Councilman Curtis Jones, some reporters. A flood, Asa Khalif, uh, one of Council, Councilman Jones' people, got on the L mm-hmm. at 13th Market, rolled the L to Kensington, Allegheny, got off, and Councilman Curtis Jones was walking in the neighborhood with us talking to the people about their life and everything like that. And, and for not people mistaken, who are not
1: familiar with Philly, Kensington and Allegheny is the absolute opposite of downtown Center City.
0: Uh, it's, it's non-opposites of it.
1: <laughs> like, yeah, oh, man, this is
0: vicious. That's it's the hood.
1: That's the heart of the hood. Doing yeah. the Badlands,
0: even, even though that wasn't his district, right? Like I said, it's not even his district. But he said, "No, I go with y'all." I said, "We gonna go like, let's go where's that?" He went down in and, and like I said, if I'm not mistaken, he did, you know, end up helping some people out down there and stuff like. And it's not even his district, so not just that, but hard. he said that that you know later he later told me that that that
1: day changed his life because he was right. in a bubble and he didn't realize it was that bad out there.
0: That's what I was about to say. For, so for everybody who think you know we got these council people who hate us and they don't want to be right now like they understand if it's right it's right if it's wrong is wrong so to this day if councilman curtis jones see me off love, it ain't no oh fuck them niggas no hey what's up y'all what's going on right just like most of them right like right, you know what i'm saying so shout out to councilman curtis jones because of double, he could said, man fuck y'all man y'all coming here disrupting my shit No, he got on the train with us mm. but you know what that now that you brought up council people i do want to add this real quick
1: that during that summer a lot of people, when you when we were going to them and saying, why didn't you release a statement? Oh, it didn't happen in my district. And oh, we, yeah, was, was, we I, was all like, what the fuck does that matter if it happened in your district or not? This is the city of Philadelphia. Like, a dude was shot in his back while he was running away, and the cop left kids in the car, and they could have been hit. Nigga, you need to say something.
0: Right. Yeah, because that was... Oh, yeah, I'm glad you brought that up, because state rep Jordan Harris was one of the council people that I called. Well, not council, but, you know, one of the government people I called. You know, about protesting for David Jones, saying something. He never got back to me. Me and him, them, you know, settled everything out. So shout out to state rep Jordan Harris. But that was the first thing he said. Who district was it? And that's because I brought this up to you. I said, "Flood, everybody I talked to, they told talking about who district was it. And we said the same thing. What the fuck? Who cares? That's another part of our frustration with people mm-hmm. don't know about. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Why the fuck do it matter? You're a black man. You're a white man. It don't matter who you are. we talking about a fucking human being being shot in his back. You can bring the media to you. You can you can we why the fuck do we have to do this? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Come on, man. Let me count down, man. Say this for the next episode. And let me
1: just say, dude, with Mark Squilla, Council Mark Squilla, of a, a councilman in South Philly, he was there at the protest uh, on July 31st at Everendale. And he was like, Oh, it's not my district, but if you want me to say something, blah blah blah. But then this motherfucker ends up a month later at the completely opposite of the town in the far northeast, standing with the FOP.
0: At the Back to Blue rally, right. At the
1: Back to Blue rally. It's
0: right. like, yo,
1: we gave so- you two times to say something about David Jones. You didn't want to say nothing. You said it wasn't your district. And then you turn around and go stand with the police union in the far northeast.
0: And Flood, I'm glad you brought that up because that's the dumb shit that some of these politicians do. And see, just like Flood just said, because he does some dumb shit like that. Now, if I want to come embarrass him and do something to him and, you know, just let him know. Remember, you didn't say nothing about David Jones. Just let y'all know. That's the type of time Ikey Raw's on because mm. election time is coming up. Mm. So all y'all politicians and all that. Y'all didn't say nothing about David Jones. Oh, don't think just because Pound now locked up, that is over. No. All y'all voters and people that y'all want to vote for y'all think I'm vocal. Y'all know I don't give a fuck at all. I- I'm not looking to be in nobody's pockets, none of that shit. So nobody gonna be able to give me a check and silence me.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, on that note, you can follow me
1: <laughs> on social media at Flooded Drummer on Instagram. Uh, YouTube.com slash Flooded Drummer. getting back into my drumming bag. I recorded a new drum video today when I'm soloing over the iPhone ringtone. So check that out uh, on Twitter at flood the drummer uh, subscribe uh, to drumming for justice on Apple Podcasts anchor.fm slash flood the drummer. Um, this was episode three tomorrow. We're going to look at the suspension and the indictment. And again, a reminder that the preliminary hearing has been moved from September 14th to September 19th at nine o'clock in the morning room 306 criminal justice center uh, for Ike raw. Until next time, I'm Flood, the drummer, and I'm drumming for justice.